Bobby Bones post show pre show. Dolly Parton's birthday today. She's 75. I thought I would hit you with 10 facts that I found on the internet that may surprise you about Dolly Parton. Some you may know already, but some may be surprising. Number 10, she has a net worth of well over half a billion dollars. Wow. Number nine, did you know she once entered a Dolly Parton lookalike contest? Hmm. And lost. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) funny. At a Halloween contest years ago, where all the guys were dressed up like me, I just over-exaggerated my look, went in, walked up on stage. I didn't win. I didn't even come close. (laughs) Number eight, she is Miley Cyrus's godmother. Do you know that one? Yes. Yeah, me too. She's been married for more than 50 years. Yes. She has more than 300 wigs. That's a lot. Do you have wigs? No. I asked because Halsey has different hair all the time, but her head is completely shaved. And she just puts on different wigs. I mean, isn't that the perfect situation? It's legit. I might start doing that. No, I don't. No, not this. <laughs> that would that's yeah, that'd be a toupee. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which you could, Eddie. It's fine. <laughs> I come in with dreads and you go, so like, what? <laughs> she once turned down Elvis Presley. We talked about this. He wanted to record I Will Always Love You. But they also wanted half of the songwriting. He wanted was, song credits. He was like, she was like, no, you didn't write it. But at the time, that's what people did. For Elvis to cut their songs. Yeah, yeah. She was like, I'm not doing that. Number four, she doesn't ride the rides at her amusement park. Number three, she has tattoos to cover up scars. Really? Number two, she wakes up at 3 a.m. to meditate. If I woke up at 2 o'clock, I wake up in the 3 o'clock hour a lot of days. If I woke up an hour early to meditate, I would just fall back asleep. For sure. <laughs> yes. You're supposed to close your eyes, and find, but I would close my eyes and go back to sleep because uh-huh. I would be tired. And then number one, her parents paid for her birth with a sack of oatmeal. Oh, wow. Um, she grew up very poor. Her father paid the doctor who helped deliver her with a sack of oatmeal. She grew up in a small one-bedroom cabin, which you can still visit today. There you go. Happy birthday, Dolly Parton. I saw something. I'm trying to think of an article I read. What happened was over Christmas break, my family and I, my in-laws, husband and I, we watched 9 to 5. So then it got me on this Googling Dolly Parton thing and her hair and her nails and she doesn't leave her her house without her makeup was that it stems from something in her childhood where she never felt pretty enough. And so for her, she's like, well, you know what makes me feel pretty? Big hair. Full face of makeup, my nails done. So she just does that every day and doesn't let anybody else see her any other way because how you put yourself out there is how the world perceives you. She puts herself out there with the hair, the wigs, and the nails and the makeup every day. Look good, feel good, feel good, play good. Play good. Play good, they pay good. That's Mm. right. That's right, Deion Sanders. That's kind of what Dolly did before Deion. Let me encourage you to check out Talk to Chuck with Chuck Wicks. Podcast doing just fantastic. Chuck has on Craig Campbell, has a bunch of hits, talks about the first job he had when he moved to Nashville, and he played piano for Luke Bryan, and he got fired by Luke Bryan, and he talks about that. And also, if you're already on that one, maybe you want to check out Movie Mike's movie podcast. Mike has on Producer Eddie. They both just read Matthew McConaughey's book and then break down stories about the book, about the movies he was in. Correct. And how La Bamba changed both of their lives. Yes. Check two, out. two little Hispanic boys. Movie Mike's movie podcast. Uh, this is voicemail number one from you guys. Hey, Bobby Bone Show. Um, I love you guys, but you really upset me. What did Bobby do? What did you do? 
that upset Caitlin and Amy. It stinks to hear uh, you guys talk about it, but then not know what it was. So I think that you owe it to us to tell us, or you owe it to us to not talk about things on air that you can't share with us because then we're too invested. That's true. Do you remember what she's talking about? I do, and you shouldn't have brought it up. Are you still mad at me? For which I didn't part? Know. No, I'm not. First of all, to There's clarify, a beef? is that right? A beef I'm not, or something? No, there. <laughs> I'm no. You should have never brought it up. That's what's frustrating. The fact that what you did doesn't frustrate me. It surprised me. Why? But you didn't. I, I didn't know. I know you didn't know. I was just told, and I thought. I, right. I know, but it was just. It's just interesting. It's just an interesting layer in life now. We don't think it's very interesting. And there's no beef, and I don't expect you to know that, but now you know. But there is beef. You... No, there's not official beef. <laughs> but you have, and Amy has beef no, with somebody. No, there's yeah. not beef. Go ahead. There, and I will back you. If also, you have beef with somebody, I have beef with somebody. Even if she's wrong? I, I'm well. not wrong. <laughs> but there's not. It's you a, have a couple beefs? I wouldn't call it beef. You have a couple beefs? <laughs> How do we say this? Like, can we call it like chicken? What? Ground like chicken, chicken or beef? Like, it's like not tofu. quite beef. There's tofu. Oh, like there's like different beef. layers. It's stop. like not really Just beef. beef. She, Amy has a couple beefs. No, Two? stop. Two different but this beef. one's a new one that I didn't know about. Yeah, you wouldn't have. But when you had already done the thing before mm-hmm. the beef. But yeah. there is no beef. But Why the, are we even calling do, do it that? Do you know what the other beef is? In the same, in Ish. the same category? Ish, but it's artist, more artist. Related. Oh yeah, I know that one. Yeah, but that That's was right. just mess with Amy. Don't that get, was just like not smart. Mess with Amy. Don't get invited up here. So just keep an eye out on who doesn't come here. No, That's a tough thing to keep an eye out for. And there's a lot. No, of because one of the person has. Yeah, uh, now uh, we know it's a person. Oh my god. What do you mean? We think it was an animal. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> talking got about two beefs. <laughs> <laughs> we knew it was a person with no. be, with Bebo. <laughs> they're, okay, they're a nothing. And mascot. now the, to the caller's point. Now that caller's more frustrated. We, we, should, we are who we are, you know, flaws and all. I blame Bobby because he shouldn't have brought it up. We are, I'm very sorry. I apologize. Here you go. Here is uh, the next voicemail. Hey, Bobby. Morning, studio. I've been a daily listener on the podcast for a year now and wondered, when you got the offer to move from Nashville to Austin, how was that conversation with the other members of the show? Was anyone hesitant to move to a new place? Just curious. Love the show and all the positivity you guys do deliver every day. Thanks so much. I think he means Austin to Nashville, but mm-hmm. same thing. Um, well, it was, I had I knew months before anybody, I could tell anybody else. Amy though, I had to tell first, probably two months before anyone else, because she was trying to sell her house right then. No, I was, yeah, buying a house. Yeah. And I was like, you can't do it. Why? I was like, oh, I can't tell you. Just trust me. Don't buy a house. <laughs> and then I had to tell her. Um, but what was the overall question here? How uh, was anyone kind of, uh, hesitant Ray to was, move? Ray wasn't weird, but I had to tell Ray, Hey, I have you a job. You're going to move to Nashville. Do you want the job? And I didn't tell him it was with me. And he was like, yeah, yeah, it's time for me. Because he was an intern. <laughs> and I was like, hey, man, I, I, it's a great show. You should move to Nashville. And he was like, I think I'm ready to take the next step in my career. And he was moving to Nashville, weren't you? Yeah, I didn't even know Nashville was in Tennessee. I was trying to think. And I remembered <laughs> thinking, I believe the Titans are there, so they do have some professional sports teams. But I was down. Yeah, we all, I think I had never been here. Had you Lunchbox? I'd been here one time. Oh, okay, one yeah. Weekend. I had never, and I agreed, and I was like, "Why don't you just agree to move somewhere I've never even visited?" Eddie had never even worked with me. We no. were we were great friends, 
But I was like, come on. And and I read an article where they interviewed you for something. Yeah, the dad blog. And I had tried to get Eddie to come join the show a couple of times, and he kept going, no, I don't want to wake up that early. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> I remember, too, asking, just like, what time do you oh, wake up? Oh, when we were Three? in, in Austin? Austin? Yeah. Interesting. I was like, Eddie, come join the show. <laughs> and he's like, I ain't getting up that early. And so then we moved here. I was like, man, you got to do it. You can run all the video. And my wife was pregnant. We were pregnant with our second son. And Crazy. They moved here. Yeah, we did it, of course. Yeah. Um, but we're all good. Uh, here's Jeff in Mississippi. Hey, Bobby in the studios. I just wanted to call and tell you I love the show. Listen for a couple of years, but it's been an issue in the house ever since y'all been doing the sixty-nine dollar nice gift challenge. My ten-year-old has been going around saying sixty-nine nice. He doesn't really know what it means, but you know the rest of us know what it means. Uh, he said it to some other adult outside the family. Don't understand the reference. Um, makes him a little, little uncomfortable. And you know, if you had some advice on how to address that with him to maybe get him to stop doing it without really going into too much detail. Yeah, he just shouldn't laugh or acknowledge that it's something. But you he know? still listens to the show, and anytime you're say you're reading an article and it's like, oh, this basketball team scored sixty nine points, you're like, nice. Like, it happens. It's an old juvenile joke when we were 12 years old. Right. But it's the same thing as, like, a D's Nuts or a... So don't see... Now he's going to listen to that. No, we're saying. on the podcast right okay, now. Okay, okay. It's a podcast. <laughs> but it's something like that, who, what we used to do when we were kids. And to me, it's just funny because it's so stupid. That's all. Yeah. The, the, the sophomoric element of it makes me laugh out loud. This could be something where he just turns, I don't know, whatever age he realizes or somebody he, somebody explains it to him, he's like, that's what it's meant this whole time. Got it. I just wouldn't laugh and be like, oh, that's hilarious. Don't, we're not going to tell you why. Don't acknowledge. Yeah. And then, and then also, away. if anything else is like 49, be like 49. Nice. Just make them think you do all nines. <laughs> all the nines. <laughs> yeah. Everything with a nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, here is one final voicemail. Cody from Texas. I just called to spill the tea on the Sore Losers podcast. I reach out to them all the time, you know, with stuff they talk about, whether it be fishing or funny things that commentators say on sports. Anyway, they never respond to people on their Instagram, but they post on their Instagram. Can you help me out here? Thanks. Love the show. Bye. Guys. I mean, I, I run really the Instagram because I was just the one that did it. And I post oh, on Grace it. Oh, clapping yep. for you. Yep. Good job, Eddie. Way to respond to things. I don't respond on my own Instagram. I just don't. That's I don't read a lot of comments. I don't really respond to things. It's just kind of what I do. I don't, Good for you. Sorry like, about that. Good. Way to, really way build, to build that brand. audience. What's yeah, his yeah. name, man? Maybe you should go find his comment. Seems like he's a... His name is uh, Cody. Cody from Texas. All right, guys. Come respond on. to Cody. I was texting Eddie this weekend because now that we have legal app sports betting it's fun for me to like put a game on and yeah maybe i wouldn't watch the whole game um now put a few bucks on it eddie will text me and go who'd you bet i don't want to tell him anymore so stupid tell him the reason it's so dumb because you don't win yeah but that has nothing to do with anything amy he literally says that if i bet the same thing that he does we won't win the only game I've lost in like three weeks is because Eddie was on the same. Eddie's like, what'd you bet? He goes, me too. It's the only game. I hit every bet this weekend. Okay. Again. So this weekend, guess what? I hit every bet too. But I, I never. He didn't tell me. I didn't tell you until after the bet was done. I did post my bets before the games <laughs> and said, this is what I'm going to do. Browns plus points. And then what was the other one? That Bucks. Yeah. You're dominating, man. And so y'all won. But it's all going to oh, come yeah. crumbling down. I don't even want to share what I'm betting because I don't care. It's all going to come crumbling down soon. The sure. empire. That's how gambling works. Well, I've been on about a two-month hot streak here. I'm going to lose it all. I'm going to bet it all in the Super Bowl. <laughs> it's all in. Everything. Which, by the way, they are now, because of 
me sharing it, um, DraftKings are now a sponsor of the show. So you can go and type in Bones in the promo code thing and um, get something. I don't know what you get. It changes, I think. I think Scuba's brother-in-law or someone won big on DraftKings recently. Yeah, but but I don't know what you're talking about, Bones. So I'm talking about when you put in Bones. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. They say put in Bones. And you, you get Bobby Bones's picks of the day. What what is it, Scuba? I was laughing at two things. Laughing at Eddie's uh, reference to me, which had nothing to do with the code. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it just came to my mind. Sorry. It's okay. Yeah, my, my brother-in-law won eighty thousand dollars on DraftKings. Eighty thousand, dude. 80, whoa! Are you joking? Yes. How much? Whoa! Oh hold my on. goodness! How much did he bet? By the way, this is not a commercial. None of this is a commercial. None. Yeah. But go ahead. So he put in. So he puts a lot of money in over time, like ten bucks here, five bucks here, fifteen bucks. The one he won eighty thousand dollars was fifteen dollars he put in, but he was point five points away winning two hundred thousand dollars. Hold on, you got to tell me what happened. How he won eighty thousand dollars? So he's really good. So he he does insurance, and then on the side he does betting, and he's like really skilled, and he has these <laughs> blogs, and he he like has like podcasts with people, and they and they just switch back and forth in information. Long story short, he's really good at this and wins a lot of money like frequently on DraftKings. That's not a long story short. Secondly, <laughs> how did he do it? Because that that's either your it's like a 20 team parlay. No, no, he did the fantasy. He did the fantasy one where he picks like players. Oh, he played perform. fantasy players. DraftKings. Correct, yes. Yeah, that's the one, only one he plays. He plays lineups and he plays the odds. He'll put out 100 lineups a day where some are a nickel all the way up to $15. Wow. The one he won big on was $15. And he won 90000 in total that day because he won a couple 4000 a couple hundreds. That is insane. Like mm-hmm. it's legit. It's pretty cool. That's why I brought it up. Thank you. That is you. insane. Yes. <laughs> but it wasn't, he puts a lot of work into it. That's he also does. long story long. <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah, sorry about that. But yeah, he puts hours into it. Like he'll tweak his lineups. Like they can't go to Disney World until he tweaks his lineups before the family leaves the I house. do that before church, for sure. Wow. You, oh, good for you. Oh, we're always late to church sometimes. I'm like, I can't do this in church unless I can. You, I look at my wife, will you let me do the lineup at church? She's like, no, okay. We're going to be a little late. Well, congratulations to him. Heck, I hit a few bets and nothing. I was. High on the hog over here. <laughs> That's pretty crazy, right? 80 crazy. grand. Yeah. That is you awesome. forgot the code yet, or do you still need that? It's bones, I think, right? Yeah. It's just bones. I'm saying I don't know what you I think it changes what you get. Yeah, promo code bones, yeah. Four? You get to get free shot at a million dollars in total prizes. Only your, your cousin already won it. Wait, is that his co- brother-in-law? What is it? Brother-in-law, I think, oh, yeah. It's not even blood. We don't care anymore. <laughs> All right. Well, congratulations, Scuba. That's awesome, man. Thank you. All right. Let's see here. Uh, finally, I'll end with this. A listener, Jessica, sent me this video of her four-year-old Easton singing the Target song, which is a song by the Raging Idiots, Eddie and myself, when he was supposed to be sleeping. It's from her nanny cam and says he loves the Raging Idiots and our kids' record, the Raging Kidiots. Here's the clip. Let me search. It was from another day. Okay. It is from another day. <laughs> <laughs> There's on my sheet right here. I saw it. It's like the dark video. Uh-huh. Now, it's... the not infrared, but whatever you call Night it. Night vision. Whatever that is. So the baby's in the crib, or where is, where is it? Also, the baby looks like he's about... Oh, it's four. It's, oh, it's four. four. So that's not a baby. Okay. Right? Yeah. I mean, but, if he's singing, I figured he was older than a toddler. What if he was like a three-month-old? <laughs> there we go. Knows all the hits. Here you go. <laughs> there you go. You have a clip of the real song so our listeners can hear what that is. Yep, can pull it up. Here you, okay, never mind. All right, there we go. That is it. Amy, how was your weekend, by the way? It was really good. Yeah? Yeah, it was nice and relaxing-ish. What about you? I woke up at 3 o'clock this morning and just couldn't go back to sleep. 
just feel like garbage right now. Not yeah. sick, you're just tired. Yeah. I guess I did have one of those days on Sunday, but then uh, I'm recovered now. Yeah. You, All right. You'll get there. I'll get there. Let's play. Let's go to the show. And uh, thank you, guys. <laughs> what? Let's play. Yeah, whatever. What song are you going into, man? Here's a little song <laughs> by me and my friends. Play. What's happening, friends? Welcome to the show. Morning, studio. Morning. Glad everybody's here. Grateful you're here. Let's go to Louie, who's on right now. Hey, Louie, how are you? Welcome to the radio show. Good. Good morning, studio. Morning. I have a quick question for you guys. I was in bed the other night, getting ready for bed, and I was watching my series. I was watching Lost. The wife proceeds to come into the bedroom, and she looks it up on her phone, the ending, and then she's like, you ain't... I like the ending. And then she kind of tells me and walks away. And I'm just like, really? You did not do that. You know, Why would so she do that? For me. Look, so what's your that, thoughts on that? First of all, <laughs> awful. Well, uh, the worst. Why would you even marry someone like that? Now, Bobby. that's the worst kind of person that's going to run a- <laughs> so You got a divorce for sure. Wow. Louis, is that her character to come in and do that? No, typically no. You know, that's what I mean. It kind of caught me off guard. <laughs> so, what are you she, thinking now? Are you trying to respond and ruin something of hers? Well, <laughs> well she's watching the stream, so I was thinking, you know, I'm gonna look up the ending of it. <laughs> but it's not looking up the ending; it's telling the other person. I agree. That's what he means to look yeah. it up to tell her. Yeah. And you know what? Don't even tell her what it is. Be like, oh, I just saw the end of this. You're gonna be confused, and <laughs> you're not gonna like well, it. You know, how's your one's your opinion? I, I think a precedent needs. To, I'm not usually tit for tat. Wow. But I think a precedent needs to be set here. But if she doesn't usually do this, could you just say, "Hey, why did you do that? Is there a reason? Like, was it an accident? Because honestly, accidentally sometimes on air, I have ruined things, but not on purpose. Did she do it on purpose? Intentional. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. You need oh. to. You need to jump back in the ring. Okay. <laughs> no Punch doubt. Back. And I'll tell you this. And Twitter is usually awful for pretty much everything. I love Twitter. But, but it spoils things. No, no, no. Twitter has a really great non-spoiling culture. Oh, then why'd you say it's awful? Because usually it is. Okay. But it's like when Facebook gives somebody a kidney. You're like, Facebook sucks. But this one time, yeah. okay. it gave someone a kidney. Uh, Louie, I think you need to spoil the show. and I think you need to call us and tell us how <laughs> she reacted. Okay? <laughs> I will. Uh, All right, buddy. You guys. Have, have, have a good, good day. Morning. You too. Uh, let's go over to Rebecca. Rebecca, you're on the Bobby Bone Show. How are you? Good. How are you? We're doing pretty good. What would you like to know? My question was, um, the commercials and stuff that you guys do in the advertisements, do you pick them out? Because you sound really enthused about all the products. So I don't know if you, like, do you actually use them or pick out what you do? It is a combination of us picking them out or them coming to us going, hey, would you? And then us going, I don't know. How good is your product? Won't you send us some and we'll try it out. It's a mixture. You won't hear me talk about anything that either I don't use Love or someone close to me uses or loves. Um, I, I don't use everything. I, don't, I can't think of one I don't use, but I know in general there have been things that I haven't, but somebody really close to me has been like, oh, this is the greatest. And I'm like, okay, that, that's good enough for me to come in and, and support it. Um, or if there's like a car dealership in a city that we're in, maybe I've never been to that one, but I know that the car, that car company is great. Right. So my rule is, and I probably get pitched 20 or 30 things a day. I might pick three a week 
So very particular about who I endorse because I don't want you guys to go do something that I've said and then hold it against me and be like, Bobby, let us wrong. Mm-hmm. I'd rather you trust me long-term than me do something quickly to make a little bit of money and not have that long-term trust and faith. That makes sense, Rebecca? So, yeah. So if you get a product and you try it and you hate it, do you tell the company that you don't like it? Or are you just, I just the commercial? I, I, I ghost them. You pass on. Well, I tell the salespeople like, hey, I'm going to pass on this one. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give them the old ghost. So yeah, I just, I don't, yeah. I don't do it. Okay, thank you. All right, appreciate your call. Have a good day. Yep, you too. Welcome everybody to a, uh, another week of shows. We were not here yesterday. Let me, first of all, say what's up to all of our new listeners in Seattle. We're very excited to be on there today for the first time. We, we think that eventually you will be our friends. That is the goal. We don't sound like a normal radio show because we kind of aren't. This is, you know, basically me and I hired all my friends who had never worked in radio before. And somehow we got to this, this stage. Um, I think we're going to have today on the show, Jake Owen and Marin Morris. I think one of the great things about this show is that these are just my friends that I either know from living near them or touring with them or, or, but, but they're going to be here. Um, but we're going to have a good time, but I'm going to say shout out to everybody in, in Seattle that's now listening on the bull up there. 98.9 the bull. We weren't here yesterday because the holiday, but we still got to get in the good news countdown. Let's go. It's the good news countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. Number five. Another 2021 tip is in the news. Do you know what a 2021 tip is? No idea. It's a tip that is $2,021. Oh, wow. Okay. Someone walked into a smoothie place in Florida called Miami Squeeze, bought $72 worth of drinks, and left the staff a tip of... $2,021. $2,021. That's right. <laughs> the owner and employees told a reporter it made them want to work even harder. Here's a clip. We always look forward to these type of things, and it kind of builds an incentive for us to work harder and cater to them. We always going to win because what we do, you know, it's for the people. And when you do things from the heart, you'll always be winning. There you go. Number four. Tori, who lives in Georgia, enjoyed a big victory in 2020, winning $5,000 from a grand champion pig sale. But instead of taking that hard-earned money and spending it on herself, Tori, who's in eighth grade, decided to donate all of it to breast cancer patients at a nearby medical center. Hey. Nice. Eighth grade. Maybe your most <laughs> selfish time of your life. And she did that. Like, think of a more selfish time. No, no pretty selfish. It. Two, maybe, when you don't know oh, the difference. Oh, gosh, they're so selfish. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, though. Number three. For the last three months, a woman who works the drive through at a Wendy's near Seattle has been saying... I love you to every customer just to lift their spirits. She keeps track of how many say it back. And so far, 2,700 people have said it back. You know, I'll be honest with you. I don't know that I would. I don't know (laughs) if someone told me randomly through a speaker they love me. I'd be like, thank you. Yeah. But that's awesome and good for her. Number two. A 24-year-old TikToker with over 2.3 million followers surprised his dad with emotional news. He paid off his father's entire mortgage, allowing him to retire early. Here he is, giving him the keys. I've just paid off your mortgage. You now own this whole house, so now you can actually retire. What do you do that for? Because I love you. Mm. What's wrong? I'm so emotional. Why? This is one of the best selling in the world you can have. Well, it's all yours. You you deserve this whole house. You've worked your whole life. Now you're getting the, the retirement you deserve. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome that. conversation. Yeah. Huh, what'd you do that for? <laughs> Number one! This guy named Mac, he's 22 years old. He's a musician, and it was his birthday, so his friends got him some of those 
colorblind glasses. He can't see any color. But here he is trying out the glasses and looking at a red car. New glasses, new colorblind glasses, you know what I'm saying? And he finna see. Go on, go and take a look at Big Red over there. This is what y'all... <laughs> Bro, what? Bro, what? <laughs> wow. Emotionally Crazy. moved. That's it. That is the Good News Countdown. That was the Good News Countdown. Let's bring Haley on. Hello, Haley. How are you? Oh, I'm absolutely wonderful. How are you? Doing pretty good. I'm thankful that you're listening. I'm thankful that you called into the show. And now I want to give you a chance to win in a game called Never Gonna Get It. So you're going to pick a member of the show here that you think will get this impossible question right. And we call it Never Gonna Get It because I don't think anyone's ever going to get it. You're never going to get it. Up for grabs for you, Haley, is a gas gift card. Ooh, a fifty dollar oh, marathon nice. gas gift card. Ooh. For the show member, if you win, I'm gonna give you twenty bucks in cash. Oh, yeah. okay. Now I'm paying attention. I like it now, man. I'm gonna ask the question first, Haley, okay? Okay. According to a recent survey, more than ninety percent of us don't remember the last time we cleaned this household item. What is it? According to a recent survey, more than ninety percent of us. Do not remember the last time we cleaned this household item. What is it? Can I say something? Yeah. I already got it. You know it for sure? That quick. Oh, it's the easy one, right? I mean, it's only one or two things. No, I have like several things in my head. Yeah. Uh, Ray Morgan, everybody can jump in. She can have option of everybody. Yeah. Never going to get it. Everybody have their answer? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Haley, you can choose Amy, my, my co-host. Mm-hmm. Lunchbox. Co-host, Eddie, co-host slash video producer. Morgan number two, digital editor, digital machine runner, (laughs) digital content. There you go. Raymundo, producer. (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) Haley, who would you like? Uh, I want to go with Amy because I feel like she's my twin, but the fact that Eddie said he knew it right off the bat, I feel like he's, I think he's got it. So I'm going to go with Eddie. I, I will also add. Oh, you're going to add after she picks you? You're going to add well, a present? I will also add that I don't think I've ever won this game. Ever. And I'll also <laughs> add that that's just how Eddie is with everything. Uh, according to a recent survey, more than 90% of us don't remember the last time we cleaned this. Eddie, what's your answer? That is the oven, Bones. Okay, now that's Eddie's answer. Haley, you can stay with him or I'll let you leave him if you want. Uh-oh. <sighs> well... Okay, uh, I don't really like oven because I don't feel like anybody ever cleans the oven. But maybe that's the point. Right. Uh, okay. No, I'm going with Amy. I'll go with Amy. Okay. Well, Eddie, your answer of the oven. Wait, don't say if it's right or wrong. Well, well, why not? Well, they, let him do it. Wait, does be- anyone else have oven? Well, yeah, because I have oven. <gasps> oh no! <laughs> and she switched oh, to me. No, so it's destiny. <laughs> okay, then I'll let her. Hey, you can move off Amy if you just don't think it's oven. Yeah. Haley. Sorry. Sorry. But what if it is I mean, oven? Who cleans the oven? I know. Like, well, that's why it's like very you rarely. don't remember the last time you did it. I I actually do, but okay, uh, bragger. Okay, <laughs> okay, you're the you're cleaning flex. We get it. <laughs> why do you have to clean the oven? It was it was on like a move out checklist. I had to clean the oven, mm. but um, I don't know. I got no. Okay, fine. Go with Morgan. Whatever. Wow. <laughs> wow. wow. Okay. Left the same. Well, like that. If you said oven, you are. Wrong. Oh, oh good. Okay. Glad you moved okay. off from us. Good job. Okay, Morgan. 
uh, you know what? Let's make it interesting. Oh, gosh. Haley, you can have either any of the three show members or none if nobody gets it. You can pick. Wow. If any of the three get like it, it, you win the money. Or if none of them get it, you win the money. Which one do you have? Okay, I'm going to go with none. Oh, wow. She doesn't believe in any of us. She believes in nothing. She went from two people to third person, and then she still says Ray and and Lunch are garbage. All right. And Morgan. It's hard. Okay, I hope you run out of gas today because you're not going to have money to put in the car. 90% of us don't remember the last time we cleaned it. Morgan, what do you have? I have two, but I'm going with shower curtain. What was your other one? Pillow. Okay. Um, Both are incorrect. Dang. Wow, wow, wow. Haley's still in the money here. Lunchbox. Well... I had, I have two, but I scratched one out. I had microwaves and uh-uh, and I went with the fridge. No one ever cleans the fridge. What? You're okay, disgusting. Okay, first of all, <laughs> nope. the microwave nope. gets cleaned often, and your fridge you surely clean gets cleaned you out, right? Nah, Do you check expiration well, I mean, dates? No, no, no. It gets cleaned out. That means you clean it. That doesn't mean you clean it. You don't wipe it down. I cleaned it last uh, year. So does anybody just yeah, last year? Lunchbox's house being like really <laughs> dirty. Okay, uh, th- those are both wrong. Lunchbox so, is like, your sheets. <laughs> your your <pants>. clothes. <laughs> Underwear. Vacuuming. <laughs> I don't understand how that was a bad answer. Our audio <laughs> producer, you are, she wants you to miss it. She went on the uh, don't pass line. Ray's good at this game, though. Ray, what do you have? Everybody touches it right before they go to bed. I put TV remote. He's right. Oh, yeah. That He's right. That. It popped in my head right before he said it. Or a light right. switch. Oh, do I want to let Haley hop it back in? Yes. Haley, that's right, You, you pick no one, but you can switch over and pick Ray if you want. The TV remote. Uh, that's right. See, but okay, I personally... Uh, well, well. I mean... Who cleans that? I've never cleaned it. Haley, if you go to Ray, he has to get it right. Okay? If you stay where you are, if he gets it wrong, you win. Okay, well, odds are he's not getting it right, but I feel like since you're asking me, maybe he's right. Or am I asking you because I know what you think when I ask you what that means. That's a good answer, Ray. Uh, I think that's it. Fine, I'll go with Ray. Uh oh. No, he got it right. That's right. That's right. Because you you do those studies about the hotel room and about it being the dirtiest thing in the hotel room, and you always say TV remote. We're not talking about hotel rooms. I know, but so that translates to the house that no one cleans it because it's so dirty. So Ray is right. You don't think about how dirty it is. I didn't go to Harvard. I could have, but this is you got to do deductive reasoning. What's the question again, Bones? (laughs) Ninety percent of us don't remember the last time we cleaned this household item. Yep, it's not a remote. Side bet between you two? Yeah. <laughs> Me and Lush, I'll take that it's not, and he's, he says that it is. I'll take that bet. Yeah, Eddie, why, you, why are you so firm that it's not the remote? Because it's like no one cleans the remote. Exactly. No Do you one. understand do. the question, Eddie? I clean my remote. Are you, what, are you guys bet 20 bucks on each other? Yeah, I did 20. You want 20? 20 bucks. 20. Bo- Bobby, you clean yours, I'm sure. Like, no chance. Yeah, Bobby does three times I know, a day, I understand probably. Bobby cleans everything, but the remote, it, the channel changer is one thing you don't clean. But they don't remember the last time. That's different than they never. The answer is the vacuum cleaner. (laughs) Pay me, my friend. Pay me. Hold on. Don't don't question it now. Why would you clean a vacuum cleaner? It's dirt. It's in the house. It cleans it's dirt. No, no, no. You have to clean it. Yeah. What? What? Where? Where? What do you uh, clean on a vacuum cleaner? The handle, uh, the outside. I don't know. I don't guess you. It's a, <laughs> I'm like, because you have to empty it out. Yeah, maybe like, that's it. But Haley. no, you have to, or it'll explode. Yeah. Haley, I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> I should have stuck with no one. You should have stuck <laughs> with no one. Everyone loses. Lunchbox loses. Haley yes. loses. I feel yes. like I lost a good ten minutes on this segment. <laughs> well, no. I feel like people learn they need to go home and clean their remote and their vacuum cleaner. Haley, here's the deal I'm going to make you. Uh, we'll call you back in the next day or two, and we'll play again and give you another shot, okay? 
sounds awesome. All right. We appreciate you listening. I can't give it to you. That's against uh, my, my attorney's looking at me right now going, you can't give it if you said you weren't. Um, that's also a lie. I don't have an attorney in here, but <laughs> the bosses do tell me that. So I'm going to get you another shot to win coming up soon, okay? Okay, perfect. Thank right. you. There she is, Haley. She picked the right. She just jumped off wow. of it. Wow. All right, pay me lunch. Pay him. There you go. That's, ne- that's never going to get it. Woo! Nobody wins. Only Eddie won. That's it. I'm the only winner. Somehow. It's legit. There you go. Bobby Bonshaw. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Garth Brooks is the latest musical act announced to perform at Joe Biden's upcoming inauguration. The swearing-in ceremony happens tomorrow night along with other performers like Justin Timberlake, John Bon Jovi, and Lady Gaga. The guys in Rascal Flats have already started focusing on their solo careers since their farewell tour was canceled due to the pandemic. Gary Lavox shared he's also focused on goat yoga. I'm actually working on a solo record right now and goat yoga. It's weird, but there's nothing to do, and I own that farm, so I'm raising goats, and they've got yoga going on. Carrie Underwood talked about how her two sons are different. Isaiah was always a a cuddler. He always wanted you to be holding him or sitting in your lap. Jake is the opposite. He's definitely my kind of rough and tumble, kind of a bull in a china shop kid. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So the theft of a fridge in a low-income community really brought everybody together. So it was a fridge that stored a bunch of food to feed people that needed it around town. And when the community found out about it, people started donating refrigerators, buying them, donating food. At the end of the day, $23,000 was then put back into this community project, all because one refrigerator was stolen. So they were able to feed way more people than they originally would have. So what was something that was bad was then turned good. What if it was like next level thinking and the people running the fridge stole the fridge to make it a story? You know, I don't think it was that calculated, (laughs) but... Regardless, great story. Mm -hmm. There you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from McKinney, Texas. A family was done with their Christmas tree. Christmas over. Oh, what are we going to do? We'll just burn it in the fireplace. Doesn't fit in the fireplace, so we'll just stick the bottom in first. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> They're going to just burn the bottom of the tree, and it that was their plan? That's their plan. And then that once that part burns off, they would push the tree the rest of the way in. What they don't realize is that the fire goes up the tree and catches the wall on fire. Oh, and no. Fire department came. How many people were in this family? Like, that not one of them goes, right. uh, Chuck, I don't know that that would be a good idea. Well, it probably starts with the parents. Uh, there was four of them. One person treated for smoke inhalation. Even, like, a 12-year-old. <laughs> mm-hmm. Eddie, you're, you're 12-year-old. Yeah. Hey, look at that tree. No, he, he would not think of this. <laughs> He would, would say, Dad, this is a bad idea. He would. Me. Absolutely. 100% he would. Now, the little ones, they'd be like, do it, do it. <laughs> Have you ever burned a Christmas tree before? It goes like that. I've I mean, seen dude, them burn woo. before, yeah. It's like pouring gas on it without even pouring gas. It just woo, goes up. What's the the evergreen? The, the, they burn quickly. Yeah. Any sort of... Pine? Yeah. Any, any sort of thing like that burns like crazy. This is crazy. There you I'm go. I'm Lunchbox. That's your Bonehead Story of the Day. Bones. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Jake Owen. Jake, what's up, buddy? What's up, y'all? How are you? We're pretty good. We were talking about you yesterday, and 
that the clip you posted on your Instagram of you in this movie, which comes out Friday, is really good. Like you're an a, you're a real life actor. Well, hey, thanks, man. I don't know about that. I'll take you saying that as a compliment, but I I don't, I don't know that I'm a real life actor. I just happen to have a cool part in a cool cool really cool movie, and uh, and now it's actually coming to fruition. It's out. The movie, movie out. yeah, the movie's coming out Friday. It's called Our Friend Dakota Johnson, Casey Affleck, Jason Siegel, and Jake Owen, which I'm gonna play a clip of Jake acting from the movie now. Here you go, dude. I ran into Dane a couple weeks back. I was in New Orleans for uh, my hotel conference, oh, yeah. and he was at the Shim Sham Club of all places. <laughs> yeah, I gotta call him. I've been so busy. I miss him. Well, I wouldn't rush or anything. It's not like he's got a whole lot going on. I mean, the guy's still working the same job. I think down there, Redbeards. Nothing wrong with Still that. living in that same little apartment that he has down on Hennessy Street. This is a friend of yeah. What? Let me let me ask you. Hey. Well, I have because if, when you're up there and you're acting and you're with real life superstar actors who are so dedicated to their craft and are are, are exceptional at it, are you just nervous out of your brain? Uh, yeah, I was really nervous and I was really really insecure about it, but I didn't want anybody to know. And and I'm, I mean, I'm just being really right. And my my manager, I remember, told me before, he's like, hey, you could, you should probably take some acting lessons. And I was thinking, like, I'm not taking acting lessons. And then when I showed up the day to shoot, uh, we shot for like a month straight. But the first day, my first scene was with um, Casey Affleck. Just he and I in a full on, you'll see in the movie, like what happened. But I, uh, they don't tell you what to do. They're just like, all right, you, I, they assume you know what you're doing. And do they ever go, hey, man, uh, I know you're new at this. Or do they just expect you to show up and, and rock no, it? No, not one. That's what was crazy. Not one person kind of treated me like, hey, I know you're kind of the new guy. And I'm going to kind of show you the rope. I was like in there waiting. Like I, like you'd seen stuff in movies, you know, where I'm in there. I'm going, all right, is somebody supposed to say action or what? <laughs> <laughs> it was great. So how did you get this role? Did you audition or they just go, hey, you're perfect for this. Come, come see what's up. That's interesting. Um, originally, I, I found out I got this role through my um, agent. They just were like, hey, would you ever want to be in a movie? And I said, sure, I'd definitely try it. I, I'm always up for a challenge of something I've never done. And then uh, this kind of came my way. And then once I got the part, which is kind of funny because I saw one of my buddy's tweets yesterday when this all came out, that I happened to find this part of the movie that somewhat aligns with the i have this problem about me anyways where people think sometimes when i say things it comes off differently than how i say it <laughs> so in that movie the part i posted kind of i'm this guy in the movie that's kind of the guy no one likes <laughs> and uh and so my buddy's like wait a second so jake owen is playing jake owen in this movie <laughs> but it was it was great it was cool is it I uncomfortable into it. is it uncomfortable to watch you act if, if you are watching oh my you God. It was horrible. Like I, when I when they when I got the the thing to post, I didn't want to post it because. And it wasn't that I'm not proud of the movie or whatnot. It's kind of like a song. Like you have to get used to hearing yourself on that song in order to feel comfortable. I don't know. It's it's. It, but I, I'm really now that everybody's talking to me about it, and I realize, whoa, I really did. I, I was in a movie, and it's coming out. And, and more importantly, aside from all that. The story of this movie is beautiful. It's a true story. Um, and when I read the script about this family, the Teague family, that are down in Fairhope, Alabama, um, she was diagnosed with a terminal cancer. And as hard as that is, and a lot of times you would think not someone would want to watch a movie about that, it's about the beautiful uh, real-life experiences of friendships and what your friends do for you when you're going through moments like that. 
and I think kind of in our life right now is, is, is separated as we've all been for so long. This is a really cool story and movie about bringing people together. Our Friend will be released in theaters and on streaming on Friday. It is the real-life story of a family whose lives are upended after a cancer diagnosis. The best friend offers to help out, and Jake plays a friend of the friend. Uh, big star. So we're going to do something. Now that Jake is a legit actor, we're gonna, I'm going to play a song, but we're going to come back, and Jake is going to be one of the judges. Oh. Me, Amy, and Jake are going to judge the guys who all think they're a better actor than the other. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> should be on the big screen, too. All right. so, so they I, saw this, Jake, and they are like, Jake's pretty good, but they're like, we can do that. So we're going to see <laughs> if these knuckleheads can also act. So Jake's going to stay on and be a judge in just a second. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Jake Owen. By the way, Jake has eight number one songs from Barefoot Blue Jean Night, Alone With You, The One That Got Away, Anywhere With You, Beachin', American Country Love Song, I Was Jack, Homemade. You know, we played Made For You, which is a, a big old hit as well. All right, Jake, congratulations. This is his first ever acting role. We just talked about it. He's got a movie coming out on Friday called Our Friend, but he's also going to be one of the judges in the Thespian Throwdown. Yeah. The, the three guys on the show all claim they're a better actor than the other two. So what we're okay. going to do is we've drew numbers, and the first person to act out their scene will be Raymundo. So Eddie and Lunchbox are going to leave the room. Yeah! Okay. You, I don't want you to hear the why, though. I don't want you to hear them. Yeah, so, yeah, I got okay. that. All right. Yeah, because they can't take one person's technique. Right. And so it is a scene from The Dark Knight. Now, Amy, Jake, all we're doing is you're just judging based on your heart and how, if you're sold, and we'll just give them a score, one being bad, five being A+. And then we'll add our scores together. That's it. Easy as pie. Jake, did you do anything... When preparing for the role to kind of get into the character you were playing, did you do any sort of, you know, all right, I really got to focus and be this person? Uh, no, I just, I read it over and over, the script a bunch. And I guess that's kind of how I, I, I learned to give my lines knowing where they left their last line. Does that make sense? Yeah. Did anyone read lines with you consistently at the house? <laughs> no. No, no, I kind of pulled this one out of nowhere. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jake Owens on the phone, Amy and myself. First up, acting out a scene from The Dark Knight will be our audio producer, Raymundo. Ray, are you ready? Ready. Okay, and I'll give you the action. And action! Want to know how I got these scars? My father was a drinker and a fiend, so one night he goes crazy. Mommy gets a kitchen knife to defend herself. He doesn't like that, not one Bit. So me, watching, takes the knife to her, laughing while he does it. He looks at me and says, why so serious? Comes at me with the knife. Why so serious? Let's put a smile on that face. And why so serious? There he is. Scene, scene, wow. scene. Okay, okay. That's yeah. good. Okay, okay. Let's go to the professional actor first, Jake Owen. Jake, you heard Raymundo do uh, the Joker from The Dark Knight. Yes. Ray, I love you, bud. I'm going to have to give you a solid three. Ooh, why, why a three? Well, because I felt like uh, I did. I, I, you read the lines really well, but I don't know that I believed it. Like, I felt like I was listening to more of an audio podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Amy? Gosh, it's so hard because I don't know what to expect from the other guys. So I guess I can go up or down. I, go ahead, Jake. Yeah, that was, I mean... Yeah, three. See, I just don't know how to. If it's the first one we're gonna judge there, Amy, we gotta. You can't can't come out of the box with like a high high score, you know? Yeah, I know, but I was 
I mean, I've no. Go with your heart. I, yeah, my heart says four. Okay. Four stars. There you go. Yeah. Four. It's four. My heart. What do you have, Bobby? I, you know, I thought it was, uh, and I'm not basing it on the other two, what they can do. I was just going, what would I give it if I heard it? And I'd give it a three. That was pretty good. Thank you. That was pretty good. I think there's some room to grow, but I thought you did a fine job. There's a lot of weird dots and periods in here. I didn't know how to pause with them. There you, and that's part of it. Ask, ask Jake. You know, he had a lot of dots and periods in his script, too, bud. Yeah, yeah. All right, we have seven, ten. Ten. Ray with a total score of ten. Good job. Nice yeah! job. All right, wow. let us Good bring work. in actor number two, Eddie, video producer. So they're doing the same line. Same thing. Same scene. We're hearing them all do the same scene, but they haven't heard the person before them do the, do the scene. Right. There you go. Oh, oh, he's got some sort of weird face on right now. Can we do half stars? Mm-mm. Ooh. Yeah. Shoot. Eddie? I'm ready. Oh. Okay, he's got some. I'm a method actor. I've been in character for two minutes. Character as, as who? I don't know. I think this is the Joker. It is, yeah. <clears throat> All right, here, and here he is. And action. You want to know how I got these stars? <laughs> My father was a drinker, a fiend. So one night he goes off crazier than usual, right? Mommy gets the kitchen knife to defend herself. Oh, he doesn't like that. No, 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 not one bit. So me watching... He takes the knife to her, laughing while she does it. <laughs> he looks at me, and he says, why so serious? Then he comes at me with a knife. Why so serious? Let's put a smile on that face. And why so serious? <laughs> See? Come on! See? Hey, Jake, what do you think? All right, Jake's up first. Man. I'm going. I'm going five. I think that's a five, Eddie. I gotta go five. Out I mean, of five. I, I, Out of five. Come yes. on. Out of five. I don't. I just don't know how you get any better. I mean, unless I don't know. I can't. <laughs> that's all I got. Yes. Jake, go on. Gives him a five out of five. Amy. Yeah. Same five. Wow. I, I mean, I I have to go five. Okay. You. Is it, Amy, is it because you're betting with your heart or because of the performance? No, the performance. And plus, I, since I gave Ray a four, I have nowhere else to go. <laughs> like, I have to go. I have to go five. But it was really good. Like, I felt more like, Bobby, didn't that what you said? Or maybe it was Jake. I, something about feeling it. Like, I really felt the eeriness of the Joker in that. Yeah. I give it I a five. Yes! Yeah! <laughs> Oh, I can't scream so loud. I meant Lunchbox may be able to hear me. Okay. So if he comes in and hits it, you guys have a tiebreaker. But right. if he didn't go 5 5 5. Right. Okay. And what would be the tiebreaker? Do you know? We don't know. We didn't plan that far <laughs> okay. ahead. Okay. All right. All right. Here he is. Bring him on in. Our third and final actor walking in to play the role of the Joker will be Lunchbox. There he is. Well, he's right. clearly he on the phone been... right now. Jake Owen, Amy's a judge. I'm a judge. We're, we're rating these guys' acting skills. Jake has a movie coming out Friday called Our Friend. You can catch it in the theater or it's on demand as well. You can pay for it and watch it just like all the other big movies are getting released. Man, when I was in high school, they told me, if you keep going, you could be the next Robert De Niro. <laughs> <laughs> was he big back then? Uh, he was big back Who? then. He's been big since the 70s, Who's boys. they? Oh, the acting teacher, Miss Dawson. <laughs> all right, De Niro. I guess that was middle school. All right, De Niro. Um, are you ready? <laughs> yeah. And I'll, I'll give you. Uh, I'll give you action. Here we go. And action. Want to know how I got these scars? My father was a drinker and a fiend. So one night he goes crazier than usual. Mommy gets the kitchen knife to defend herself. He doesn't like that. Not one bit. So me watching. 
He takes the knife to her, laughing while he does it. He looks at me and he says, why so serious? He comes at me with the knife. Why so serious? Let's put a smile on that face. And why so serious? <laughs> Scene. Okay. Boom! Okay. Boom! Boom! Okay. Lunchbox coming hard with the performance. Uh, Jake Owen, what would you uh, <laughs> what would you give Lunchbox there? Uh, I'm a man. I'm gonna have to go with a solid two. Ooh. Ooh. And I love Lunchbox. Jake, I mean, I Jake, Jake, Jake are, you, are you doing that to be funny? Like this is a serious competition. Jake like is- if that doesn't sound like the Joker, I don't know what does. <laughs> that sounded like Scooby Doo, man. Like the way that you were like. Like on the parts where what's that last line that you repeat serious. a bunch of times? Yeah, well you're like serious. <laughs> That's what Joker does. He laughs at the end when he says serious. He kind of gets kind of hee like it's like evil, <laughs> cynical. Jake, you know what? You should have listened to your agent. You should have taken acting classes. You would know what acting is. Oh, oh wow, wow. You're right, man. You're right. Wow. <laughs> Except he's in a big movie coming out this weekend. So and you're not. Yeah. You're not. Um. Okay. Amy. For a second, I thought he sounded like Batman. You got—he was confused on which character he was. <laughs> like very deep and the, you know. Yeah. Or Bane. Yeah. Uh, or or uh, Billy Bob Thornton and Slingblade. <laughs> There's a little bit of that too. Some, something like that, and then I felt the character was serious. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know, Lunchbox. You tried so. Four. Why not? Okay. You get a four. 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 That's good. You know, when I finish, you go. That was really good. It was really good. Four. Well, whatever. Haters. All right. Whatever. (laughs) Did I say that? Did I say that was really good? Yes, you did. Four is really good. Sometimes, sometimes I just try to one through five make you feel better. Only through five. Yeah. I thought it was through ten, but still. I mean, Jake, you're uh, okay. All right. Now I'm a little bit. Little. I'm sorry, Amy. I jumped on you a little bit there too early. Oh yeah. One through five. Um and. I give it a. I, listen, I, you definitely came through at the end and lifted it. He did. But you started from so below the earth's surface when you were growling at us. I was a little scared. Exactly. Um, that's the whole point. You're supposed to be scared. You no, think no, Joker's friendly? When yeah. Joker is looking at you, you think you're supposed to be feeling good and warm and fuzzy? No. I'm going to give supposed you. to be terrified. I'm going to give you a three. So. It's a four, three, well, two. Honestly, do man. In third place. With a score of nine is Lunchbox. You guys are idiots. In second <laughs> place, with a score of 10, is Ray. Yeah! And in first place, with a score of 15, Perfect three five is Eddie. Yeah! yeah! Thank you, thank you! What would you like to say, Eddie? Wow, thank you so much. I want, first, I want to thank the Academy. Uh, second, Mom and Dad, you believed in me the whole way. I could never have done this without you. God up above, thank you so much. And Matthew McConaughey, for reading your book, I understood what taking your character really meant. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. You guys have a great night. Thank you. There he is, Eddie, everybody. Woo! Okay. All right. Woo! Let us thank Jake Owen. And again, remind you, his movie comes out, Our Friend, on Friday. I will not be watching it. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Jake Owen, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Jake. Yeah. Good luck with the movie this weekend. I hope to see you soon, man. Thanks, guys. I saw this video on TikTok. It's from an account of a convenience store owner, and it looks like it's in a small town in California. A guy comes into a store and he won a million dollars on a scratch off. Here, the audio's bleeped, but this is the audio, the video of when the guy realizes he won a million dollars on a scratch off. He's scratching it there in front of the. Here you go. Okay. 
million dollars. Hey, one one million dollars. Go ahead and scan dollars. it. Scan it right there. Where do you buy it from? Sam's Budget Meat. Holy Five, one million dollars. Dude, I'm freaking out. Yes, bro, relax. <laughs> Congrats, dude. Can I scan it right here? Can I scan it now? Now you're right. You just take. Oh, the ticket. It's the uh, Merry Christmas. One. Wow, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas ticket. One million dollar right here. Yeah. That's crazy to hear. Wow. A couple things that you're not supposed to do is yell you won a million dollars. Yeah, true. <laughs> In public. And he didn't sign it. As soon as you win, you're supposed to sign it. Hey, so, when, when the guy asks you, let me, can I scan that? Like, how hesitant are you to give him the ticket? I sign it first. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. And, and I probably do it quite like, hey, will you scan this? <laughs> Don't say I won. But you're probably so excited. You can't believe it. Woo. I have another one here. There is a nurse on COVID front lines hits for a million dollars. Million dollars. Oh, I got another one here. There's a nurse on the COVID front lines hits a million dollar lottery win. Terry Watkins got a call from the North Carolina Education Lottery informing her she won one million dollars and a second chance drawing. Oh my goodness! So she'd been helping COVID patients. She gets a call. She thought it was a scam. I would have thought it was a scam. Yeah, yeah totally. And I'm like, what are you talking about? No way. I'm not giving you. And here is the clip. This is her on the news. So, Terry, I have some very exciting news to share with you. You have won $1 million in our Supreme Riches second chance drawing. You're telling the story. I don't believe you. No, ma'am. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I don't believe you. I promise it is true. I wouldn't believe it either. People call me all the time. You want something from Amazon. You want a free cruise. And what do you tell them? Probably all real. (laughs) And you say you hang up on them? (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, no, I didn't. (laughs) Click. That's an amazing story. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So I have the best country songs of the 2010s, the top five ranked. Weird once you start to have to separate 2000 and 2010s. I don't know the difference myself. Uh, 2010s, huh? Yep. Where, Where would I start? Lee Bryce, I Drive Your Truck. Ooh, that's a big one. Was that on the list? Nope. Okay. It might be in the top 10, but it's not in the top five. Okay, top number five. Jake Owen, Barefoot Blue G9. Oh. Never gonna grow up. That's yeah. 2011, by the way. Oh, yeah. A little before us. Hmm. Yeah, a little before us. Okay, what else? Darius Rucker, Wagon Wheel from 2013. Do you know the history of this song? Uh, the old <laughs> show Medicine Pro. <laughs> Almost. So Bob Dylan wrote part of it. It was never on a record. It was on like a like a demo, a, tape. a random demo. Catch from Old Crow Medicine Show, which I know him. Yeah, yeah. Lived right, lived a couple of horses down, a couple of houses down from him. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the old west. <laughs> yeah, houses. <laughs> he wrote the rest of it. Cut it was a hit for them. Then Darius said, "I'd like to cover that." It was a massive hit for him. So it was a Bob Dylan kind of song, not released or anything. Ah. Catch found it. Old Crow cut it. Darius cut it. There you go. There we have it. Uh, in at number three is Luke Combs' Hurricane 2016. Two? Luke Combs, When It Rains, It Pours 2017. Huh. He has better songs than this one, in my opinion. But early on, when these two came out, it was a big deal. Oh, no. Every yeah. song of his has been a yeah. massive deal. And the number one song. Tell me what year it was. 2015. Hmm. It. Has Luke Bryan drink a beer? 
Or that's my kind of night. In a way, you're kind of Chris Stapleton? It's Tennessee whiskey? Yep. Ah, okay. Which, by the way, the history of this song is it was written by, and you may look this up, David Allen Coe. Really? George Jones covered it. Okay. Chris Stapleton covered it. I may have missed the first writing. Mike, do you let me know who wrote that one? I'm going to be, it's somebody. Go ahead. Dean Dillon. Who else wrote it? Did they, he ever, Hardrow. He ever cover it? Who covered it? Maybe he covered it at one point. Or maybe I'm just an idiot. <laughs> Originally recorded, yes. By? David Allen Coe. Oh, okay. here we go. Originally recorded by David Allen Coe. Then it was, oh, thank God. I'm sweating. He was, was in there somewhere. I was like, oh, no, did I make that up? Uh, that's pretty cool. There you go. What else you got? So a woman is concerned because her sister is still breastfeeding her six-year-old son, who also oh still uses a bottle and a pacifier. So she took it to Reddit. Like, yeah, which is where you take all your real problems. Yeah, sure. yeah. Because she approached her sister about it, and now her sister's mad. So she's like, am I in the wrong here for trying to tell her at family gatherings it's awkward when it's like, got to go breastfeed my six-year-old? Or right, should right, I just study, not talk Study about for it? seventh grade and come get your boobie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what does he do at school? Oh, my goodness. The, the answer is, it's not your business. That's People true. can breastfeed yeah. however long they want to. It, it might be weird to you, but it's not your business. Right, even if it is your sister, keep you... Keep your opinion. You don't have to say anything to her about it. And then just quickly want to know if you were able to peek into your own future, would you do it? No. Because if I peek and it's all black, that means I'm dead. Yeah. I think about that all the time. No way. If you can guarantee that I'm going to be alive and healthy, I would peek ahead a little bit. But I like to, I believe I get to make the choices that affect, influence my life. That's true. And if I peek ahead, then I realize I don't. And then that removes all power from me. In my mind, that's how I live my and life. And that's not good for I don't, you. I don't believe in predestination. I believe we make choices, and I don't want that. So no, I wouldn't. Just 1% of those who participated in this research said they would want to know. So nope. it seems like you're in the majority. Yeah, I think most of us are sane. And if we, okay, let me look ahead a year, and all it is is black. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No, I don't want to see. Take it back. <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> all right, is that it, Amy? Yeah, but maybe that's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. There's this 84-year-old man in Maine. He's legally blind, and he's out for a walk with his dog, Samantha, when he slips and falls in a brook, and it's ice cold, and it's freezing, and he can't get out. So he's yelling, help, help, and someone nearby hears the help calls but doesn't know where they're coming from. Calls 911, and when the paramedics and fire department arrives, they're looking, looking, and they find Samantha the dog going, roof, 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 and the dog leads them to the brook, and they save the guy's life. Wow, my dog just wouldn't do that. I think mine might. I've really? really seen her do things differently based on different emotions, which makes me think she's dialed in to what's going on. Yeah, mine just wants to eat and play. Yeah. He wouldn't save anything. He'd be like, you got any, any food? If not, I'm going to the next responder. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great story, though. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. <laughs> want to welcome all of our new listeners in Seattle on 98.9 The Bull. We are so excited to be your friends and to be part of your life. And we are a slow burn. But you'll be best friends with us. We we promise, don't we? Yeah. yeah, yeah you will find us so flawed. <laughs> and you're going to relate. You will relate so much with us. Well, we don't have good radio voices. We never claim to. We're not the best radio show. But... You're just going to be part of the group. We are extremely inclusive. Like, come on, be part of the team. Uh, glad to be on in Seattle today. 
just uh, grateful that, that anybody will listen. So, all right, let's go. This is the time of the day, every day, where Amy has a corny joke. It started as a joke, this bit, and now it has turned into something quite popular. It's the morning corny. The morning corny. What starts with a W and ends with a T? What starts with a W and ends with a T? Yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> what? <laughs> that was the morning corny. Everyone who's new to the show, that's what you get this time every morning. Yeah. And so then you, you, it's like a gift. You get to go tell people these jokes throughout your day. Mm-hmm. You know, You're welcome. We've come a long way since the days where, like the old school dumb days, where women were expected to do all the housework. Right. Yes. Well, some people have. But apparently there are some folks out there who still think that that's true and it's causing some drama in one family. Oh. There was a story. A woman has shared that her husband grew up in a very conservative household, which sticks to gender roles, which means women would still do all the housework there. So he asked her to do all the household chores in the house so his parents won't make fun of him. So he's like, I need you to do all the, all the cleaning. Because if my parents ever find out that, that I'm doing this stuff, they're gonna roast me like crazy <laughs> yeah what's the mixture like at you guys' houses i mean we kind of found our lanes i don't do the yard work i mean it, that's gender whatever but it i is. don't want to mow the yard i have no desire to do that but he will pitch in inside too he vacuums he does dishes he does all the things um i do more of the inside though and he likes to handle the outside and yeah. that's an understanding so I have no problem. I love I love doing the dishes. I don't have a problem cleaning up. I like cleaning things, scrubbing things. And I will not do laundry, though. That's the one thing I will not do. But for the most part, uh, I really help out. And whenever I don't, because I'll have weeks where I don't help at all. And my wife says, like, what are you doing? I said, dude, my dad didn't do anything. Like, I really, my dad did no cleaning whatsoever. So that's always my, like, excuse. And she takes that? No, she's always like, I don't care. You're not your dad. Oh, exactly. true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> and then you say, you're right. I'm not my dad. I, I should do something. We don't have kids. So there's not the mess that you two deal with. Yeah. So it's pretty easy for us to just pick up after each other. We will at some point. Do you do dishes? Dishwasher. I probably don't do as good a job of rinsing them. They go in the dishwasher sometimes, but I don't rinse them sometimes. Okay. Full of food. I just throw them in there. Yeah, I don't even scrape them off in the trash. So if you're new to the show, I'm getting married this summer for the first time ever. I've never been engaged, never been married. I don't have any kids. Very been, I've been so career focused my whole life. Um, but then I met the right person. And I am now focused on other things as well. So it's a lot of new for me, but we had to go and pick out the suits. My suit for the wedding. I'm colorblind. Hmm. I'm colorblind as all get out. And we're up here and I'm like, I need a black suit. So they handed me this, this, because I'm not going to do anything crazy. And they hand me this book and they're like, okay, which of these colors that they're all, I don't, I can't tell the difference in any single color. That's tough. And I just feel like such a child when I have to have Caitlin go, what color is this? What color is this? What color is this? And that's pretty much all the process was. And they're like, but the threads on the fabric, would you, would you like them to go this direction? I can't tell the difference in yeah. anything. And the shirts, they're like, okay, they're like, what kind of shirt? I was like, I'll take a white one. And they're like, no. Would you like a, a collar that does this? Would you like the thread? I'm like, I don't, I can't tell. So basically I did a whole bunch of this. What do you recommend? <laughs> <laughs> You're that guy. <laughs> I can't see that's colors. That's a good way to I have bad vision. It. Yeah. I have mm-hmm. bad vision and I can't see colors. And Caitlin was great, and she helps me without making me look dumb to other people because I already feel dumb. But I it's not. I know, but I can't d- tell the difference in car, dark cars. Yeah. So like, hey, go out to the blue car and get this. Do you know how many times I've opened up a door and it's been a black car and I get oh, in the wrong boy. car? Look at my whole life. 
but we did that. Which, by the way, I, my, my, there are six people on my side of the wedding. Me plus six. So there's, okay, yeah. Yeah. I haven't asked everybody yet. I will reveal tomorrow on the show who my best man is. Oh, wow. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Oh, I feel like I know, but maybe not. You do? It's a, yeah, Eddie, I feel like you're a contender. He's a contender. I like that. I like that. I will reveal on the show tomorrow who my best man is. And listen. But if, you have competition. If, Do I? <laughs> I'm going to say this, though, too. I will be lying if I didn't say that I thought it would be Amy for a while, but I couldn't put a girl on my side because it was just so OCD of me. That's true. So now I'm the flower girl. No, no she's not the flower not. girl. That's not true. But I was like, and I also didn't want to have a two best people. And I just, I just... You know it's your wedding and you can do whatever you want. I know. I just couldn't. I, it, it drives me crazy. As I looked at my sheet, totally blacked so out right your, now my OCD. What's your deadline of have, asking everybody? Uh, probably in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. But, but t- tomorrow I will reveal my best man. Okay. okay. Lunchbox is 13 wins, zero losses. He's three more wins away from retiring the game. NFL teams play 16 games in a regular season. He's getting 16 chances. We'll see if he can go undefeated. He claims and has always claimed that no woman knows more about football than he does. We were trying to prove him wrong. So far, we haven't. He's won every single week. Let's put on Lindsay in Wisconsin. Lindsay, how are you today? I'm good, Bobby. How are you? I'm really good. Now, you are a a football aficionado. You love football, right? I do. Yes, I do. And you claim you can beat Lunchbox at this game. I hope I can. That's for sure. Do you ever Already hear the scared. game? Do you ever hear the game and go, "Oh, I could have got that right. I could have beat him." I, I, yeah, I do for sure. I mean, the questions have gotten harder as the week has progressed, but I yes. uh, definitely feel like I can get this. Okay, well, we're rooting for you. Uh, Lunchbox is going to walk to the isolation chamber where he can't hear the questions. Uh, quickly, Lunchbox, how are you feeling? I feel like she's already, tr- you know, backtracking. Ooh, I think I can beat him. You know, usually they come on. Oh, I can beat him. She. You know, emails in or whatever saying she can beat me. Then we get her on the phone. It's like a little scaredy cat. Like, oh, you know what? Actually, that guy's a lot, you know, he's a lot more intimidating than I thought. And I can't beat him. I'm so sorry, Bobby. I can't believe I called. So do you want to hang up now, Lindsay, the loser? Okay. There we go. Uh, (laughs) No, I'm asking her if she wants to hang up. Like Walking out of the studio. There you go. You're going to not save yourself the embarrassment. He is leaving right now. Seven questions. I'll ask him the exact same seven questions. We'll see how well you do. You only get five seconds after I finish the question, so you don't Google it, okay, Lindsay? Sure thing. All right. Are we ready? Ray, ready? Yep. Yep. Here we go. Question number one. How many seconds are on the NFL play clock? How many seconds are on the NFL, the play clock? 45. Incorrect. The answer is 40. What number does quarterback Patrick Mahomes wear? 15. What did you say? 15? Is it 15 or 16? Yes, correct. Nice job. The longest field goal in NFL history is 64 yards, a record set by Matt Prater in 2013. What team did he play for when he set this record? Oh, goodness gracious. I'm going to go with the Seahawks. That's a total guess. Incorrect. Shout out Seattle, but it is uh, the Denver Broncos. Okay. The Cleveland Browns are named after this team's first coach and general manager. What was his name? Need first and last name. 
Joe Brown. Paul Brown. Okay. Not going with the guys. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. That's all right. We got some room here. <laughs> the Dallas Texans were founded by businessman Lamar Hunt in 1960. Then in 1963, the team re- relocated and changed their name. That team goes by what name now? The Houston Texans. Incorrect. The Kansas City Chiefs. What two brothers coached against each other in the 2013 Super Bowl? The Harbaugh brothers. Correct. Jim and John Harbaugh. Nice. What team plays at State Farm Stadium? State Farm Stadium. You guys are killing me. Um, the Broncos. The who? The who? Broncos. The Broncos. Incorrect. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, man. Tough one. Two of well. seven. <laughs> uh, do you do you want to hang up? Because <laughs> the option's there. Because <laughs> he's just going to give you a lot of crap once he finds out. Yeah, like, that way you're not here for him to just verbally. He's coming. Okay, here he comes. <laughs> Abuse. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let me know when he gets there. Here he he's is. About to coming sit back. down. Okay, thank you. Back in the studio. Ugh. Lunchbox. Yeah. Are you ready? Seven questions. Hey, Eddie, how'd she do? I'm not saying anything. Well, just like give me like a one wing for bad, two wings for good. You got nothing. Here we go. Question number one. How many seconds are on the play clock in the NFL? Uh, that would be, let's see, one, two, three, 40. 40 is correct. What number does Patrick Mahomes wear? Patrick Mahomes, if I see him drop back in the Kansas City red, what do I see on his chest? I'm going to tackle him. I'm going to hit him right between the one and the five. So that would be 15. Correct. The longest field goal in NFL history is 64 yards, a record set by Matt Prater in 2013. What team did he play for? Yeah, you're only going to do this if you're playing an altitude and the ball flies a far way. The Denver Broncos. Correct. The Cleveland Browns are named after the team's first coach and general manager. What was his name? Uh, he would be Mr. Brown. First and last name, please. Uh, Mr. Paul Brown. Correct. Yeah. Woo. The Dallas Texans were founded by businessman Lamar Hunt in 1960. Then in 1963, the team relocated, changed their name, and goes by what name today? Uh, you know, that's who the trophy's named. Lamar Hunt trophy is named after this guy. And they uh, presented to the Kansas City Chiefs. Correct. Which two brothers coached against each other in 2013? The Harbaugh brothers. Correct. What team plays at State Farm Stadium? State Farm. You get the Aaron Rodgers discount or the Patrick Patty Mahomes discount. Uh, the, let's go with... Um, hmm. The Jaguars. Ooh, incorrect. Wow. Missed that. That's... Wow. The answer is the Arizona Cardinals. Wow. How'd you miss that? I mean, a lot of these stadiums change names every year, so it's hard, to, it's hard to keep up. Like, they get different sponsors. That's true. Because it used to be the University of Phoenix Stadium. Right. right. That's, yeah. Yeah, and that's... I thought that was like a real school. Well, it is. <laughs> it is. No, no, it is. Like Eddie, it is. And all that. No, but now it's like every school. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, just ahead of the game. Lunchbox got six of seven. Lindsay got two of seven. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether to laugh or cry. 
Oh, Lindsay, Wisconsin is so sad today. Uh, what, what would you like to say, Lindsay? You know, I really enjoy the show, and I, I secretly root for Lunchbox each week to win this. Um, so Rock Talk Jayhawk and go lunch. You know what? I can't be mad at her. When she says Rock Chalk Jayhawk, you got nothing but love for her. She is a smart woman. I'll tell you <laughs> what. He is now 14-0, two Woo! weeks to go. We got to get, we got to oh, do no, something man. here. got to do something. Let's hear it, All guys. Right. Lunch box, lunch box. Lunch. No? <laughs> no. <laughs> cool. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Marin Morris. Man, nobody's crushing like Marin is. Marin is just dominating. She put out another song uh, with J.P. Sachs. Hey, Marin, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm really good. You guys wrote this song together? We did, a couple months ago. Wow, that recently. How does that, that write come about, and did you do that virtually? So last summer, he tweeted me just saying that he was a fan, and myself, vice versa, and I, I love the song he has with Julia Michaels, If the World Was Ending, and so it really just happened over Twitter, and then he and Julia were coming to Nashville for like two weeks to write with a couple people. So we, we did it in person, like everyone tested beforehand, and we sort of quarantined with our write that week. So I wrote with him a couple times, and this is the second song that we got. That's really cool. I'm going to play a little bit here. Here's Line by Line, J.P. Sachs and Marin Morris. Love to be full of song If I try to sum it up, I don't it wrong Sometimes if it don't sound right I apologize When you hear it back, fully produced... I'm assuming they'll they'll email you and go, hey, what do you think? Like, what is your response to them when a song that sounds this cool comes into your email box? Um, I mean, I'm I'm floored just because he's so talented and we wrote this song fairly quickly and I just immediately played it for Ryan because it's like, you know, JP is dating Julia, I'm married to Ryan, and I think be, both being in relationships with other songwriters and artists, it's like we're always trying to find something in a song that can really tell the story and I feel like I immediately played it for Ryan because it's about him. What is the biggest honor for you? The Bones being nominated for a Grammy or selling as many units as the Macarena? (laughs) (laughs) I get a little bit more instant gratification as selling as many units as the Macarena. (laughs) (laughs) Was it a bit disappointing to you that the Grammys, and we all understand why, but the Grammys was, it's been delayed. Like you just kind of want to know, right? Right, I know. It's like this song is so old to me now. So I feel like, yeah, I understand why they had to do it. But I think, you know, it's going to be safer this way. And hopefully we can do a little bit more in person, whether it's like outdoors or whatever they're planning. Um, but I think it's, everyone's going to be a little less anxiety ridden in March. So, or at least that's what I'm hoping. Do I hear the baby in the background? Yeah, he was wanting to add his two cents. He said the Bones (laughs) is definitely going to win. What was the first Christmas like with your son in the house? It was so sweet. Um, He got an RV tent camper thing that he doesn't really care about, but we think it looks cool. They care more about the wrapping paper and ripping that off than that gift itself. (laughs) But... um, no, it was perfect. He's he's so sweet. I saw him slamming. He's very the, vocal right now. Yeah, I saw him slamming the piano case too with Ryan holding him. Is he already showing an interest in music, or is he just showing an interest in slamming? <laughs> I think he just likes being loud. Um, but he, I am trying to get him to match my note. Like I'll sing a note to him and see if he can sing it back. And he's sort of doing it. Um, 
but definitely not pressuring him into music by any means. But he seems to already have an affinity for it. Maybe it's genetic. Well, I'm going to ask you, as my final question, I'm going to ask you a very vague, and you give me a vague answer, but are we expecting anything from you soon? I have a lot of stuff in the pipeline for this spring. Um, but as for my own solo project, I'm, I'm still writing. So uh, I'm hoping with all this free time, since my tour is canceled again, um, I'll be able to finish a record this year. And let me say that I, I think that's such a... a a great gesture to your fans to go, hey, I'm going to cancel the tour. And here's why. You could have held the tickets and said, hey, we'll put some dates up, and then if you want to cancel, you can get your money back. But instead you said, hey, I'm going to cancel it so you can have your money back because you probably need your money right now. No, that was weighing on me for a long time, and especially now. It's just like, am I going to reschedule half these dates again and like hold these people's money ransom again um, with no real date clear in sight? So I felt like, let's just do this the right way. I'm already writing all this new stuff. So my head is like in next year, but um, I want it to be safe. I want us to all really be able to let go when we're in a live music space again and not feel nervous. So I think this is the best way. It's it's bittersweet um, because, you know, I do get a little bit more time to spend with my son and my family and write more, but I do miss my fans, I miss being on the road like many of us do. But let's do it when we can be safe about it. There she is, Marin Morris. She is dominating. It is, And I think it's about that time, too, for Marin to be considered for that Entertainer of the Year category. I think she is, if, if anything, oh. she has the data. And, you know, it's such a subjective award, but she has the data. Absolutely. Um, so you don't have to respond to that, but I think that. Okay, Marin, good to talk to you. Congratulations, <laughs> and we'll talk to you soon, okay? Uh, and congratulations on the engagement. I haven't talked to you in a while, but congrats. Thank you very much. All right, there she is. Marin Morris, everybody. Bye, Marin. Bye. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Back in March, 16-year-old Hida Gupta got a call from the nursing home where she'd been volunteering to say, hey, COVID's happening. You cannot visit anymore. So she couldn't stop thinking about the elderly residents who would be isolated from the outside world without visitors. So she started making care packages with handwritten notes and delivering them to nursing homes in her hometown. The high school students' efforts are all part of her nonprofit now called Brighten a Day, which spreads joy to seniors and children in the hospital. And they've been able to do this over 100,000 times. Love that. Your dad's still in a care center? Yeah, assisted living home. What's happening with COVID now? You still can't go see him? No, I can't go in there. They let him come to me every Sunday, but I really think it's because he is on a feeding tube. He doesn't go to eat with everybody else. He really self-isolates in his room anyways. So if he's just in and out of his room coming to our house once a week, they feel fine with that because he never is around anybody else. Do you hug him? No. Oh, you don't know? No. Still don't hug no. and you're socially distanced. And there was one time I had to help him with his feeding tube at the house. And I'm like, try, the tube's only so long. And we're both masked up. I'm like, Dad, I'm like, try and help him, like, without getting too close because it makes me just nervous. But, he, you know, I think just we need to be thinking of these people. Like, I already noticed he talks to himself all the time now. He's never done that in his life. And now, whenever he's over, it's just constantly like, okay, here's my napkin. Okay, easy does it. Take I a step here. Cope, so, huh? every, he said, and I said, Dad... Have you realized you're talking to yourself way like way more than ever? And he just looked at me and said, well, yeah, of course. Who else am I supposed to talk to all day long? So and now it's a habit. It's what he does in his apartment. So now he does it even at my house. Well, shout out to this 16-year-old girl, Hita Gupta, doing great work. That's what it's all about. Yeah. That was Tell Me Something Good. 
Hope you guys had a good weekend. I spent man, most of the last three days out on a towboat. I thought it was going to be a tugboat. <laughs> a little different That's or what? That's what you kept saying. I didn't know the difference. I was out on a towboat. Oh, boy. So what is the difference? Because A tugboat goes in tugs boats. Okay. A towboat, we hauled millions of pounds of coal from basically above Tuscaloosa down into the Gulf. Whoa. It had eight massive barges attached to a boat, and you live in the boat. And it was intense. I did that for three days as part of my Nat Geo show that starts, you know, in a couple few months. And it's a lot of work out there, and it was freezing cold. Did you drive the boat? Please yeah, for a minute, but that is such a such a hard job to get. You have to go to so much school. To be the captain? Yeah, and the captain is respected. They have really? a they have a toilet up there in their captain spot because they can't go to the bathroom because they're working six hours. They can't go downstairs. They have to stay eye on the prize because that boat is millions and millions of pounds. Yeah. So I did that all weekend long. You can see some pictures on my Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones. But didn't get a lot of great sleep because I was out there working. Come in, I'm gonna be honest with you, a little tired today. <laughs> I was trying to read some stuff earlier and I just couldn't read these words and I was like, man, I'm exhausted. And that's rare because usually I make sure to get rest even when I'm out working. But did that. It's good. It's a good episode. I learned a lot. Those guys go hard. Some of them don't leave the boat for 80, 90 days. Whoa. And they don't dock and then go into town. They just live on the boat. There's no alcohol, no women. You're just living the life. That's huh. not good. Cards? Well, we did, Eddie thought we were going to like play cards all <laughs> yeah, night. Yeah, poker, was... drink rum, but I guess Maybe not, in the huh? 80s. Now okay. they have the internet, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> so they're all just playing online poker. Yeah, it. it's just, we just watch TV, <laughs> hang out. Food was good. But yeah, it was really great. It was really great. Uh, let's get to the news here. Here we go. Bobby's Big Story. Well, Lunchbox did not win the lottery over the weekend. Oh. He put a bunch of money into it. He did not win, but tonight's Mega Millions is worth an estimated $850 million. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting close to a billion dollars. And then Wednesday, yeah, I keep forgetting it's Tuesday already. Wednesday's Powerball drawing is worth $730 million. So you have collectively $1.6 billion. Oh. Can't wait. It's a lot. Uh, are you going to play the lottery now that it's this much? I, I had not thought about it. Didn't even know it was that much until you told me. So I, I don't know. Is Lunchbox doing anything where he collects our money and does it for us? I'm going to go play by myself. <laughs> oh, okay. See, and I had a nightmare this weekend. Sunday night, I woke up and in the middle of the night because I had a dream that Bobby and Amy went in together and they won the jackpot and they were on TV celebrating and they had their big check presentation. They're like, oh my gosh, we just thought it was a joke. We were just being fun. And and I would, oh my gosh, the worst day of my life. If you guys win the jackpot, it'll be the worst day of my life. Would you rather (laughs) us win or not win? Not win. You, so you'd want it to be a stranger? Absolutely. Wow. Because I could not sit here and look at you guys every day knowing that you guys went and won the jackpot, something I've been trying to do, and you guys don't even like to play. You think it's just so dumb, and I'm an idiot for playing, and you go out and play one time, and you hit the jackpot, it would be the wor- it would be the worst thing ever. So backing up to what you said, Bobby, you're going to play alone. I think so. you're so. actually, so sometimes you say, what's the difference in, why do, why do people not play it? 200 million, mm-hmm. but yet when it gets close to, or a billion or whatever, now you're going to play. Same reason I watch TV shows when they get big. It just seems like everybody's doing it. It's fun. Little thing to talk about with your friends. Okay. 
listen, I'm not too good for $20 million in the lottery. <laughs> I know, I know. But nobody's talking about that. Now it's like the news of the day. The lottery's almost up to a billion. Why not? Let's- so you're going to be strategic on where you go? or I'm going to get all 69s all the way across. <laughs> oh, I guess this I'll doesn't works. matter where you go. I'm, I, Amy, I don't know much about it. I'm going to go in and go. Well, I need take- to know what to do if I'm going to do it. Go to a store and ask for lottery tickets. Just go in and say, hey, I'm here to play the Mega Millions. Okay. Oh, and they'll hook you up. They'll tell oh. me what to do. They'll okay. give you the winning ticket. Yeah, right. I mean, do not play, Amy. No, yeah, but I, I, I'm going to. If I you win, I'm... you got to give me some. No, we just had this conversation where you were giving us none if you won. I know, but I influenced you guys to play. No, you didn't. The news did. <sighs> Who's just... playing the lottery? I guess I'll play. Eddie's okay. up. Sure. I'll get in. Are you going to get in? I'll get in. You got to go yourself. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I'll go. I'll go with my daughter. She's been wanting to play. This will be her 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 <laughs> inaugural <laughs> uh, round of the lotto. All right, that's happening tonight, Tuesday, <laughs> and tomorrow night. Here's some more stories. Bobby's other story. Happy birthday to Dolly Parton. She is 75 years old today. Dolly was born the fourth child out of the 12 kids her parents had. By the time Avi and Lee were. 35 and 37, her parents, they had a dozen children. Wow. wow. Crazy. Yeah. I'm 40. I have no kids. I was thinking about last night. My mom got pregnant with, with me when she was 15. So I would have a 25-year-old if I was my mom. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Uh, but it's about Dolly. Dolly was raised in shacks and cabins without heat, indoor plumbing, electricity, no running water. Her clothes and toys were all homemade. Dolly's first single, Puppy Love, was released in 1959. After a recording session in Louisiana. Here's a clip of that. (laughs) Yes. In 1971, Dolly had her first number one with this song here called Joshua. He said, you can call me Joshua. Joshua, Joshua, what you doing living here all alone? Joshua, Joshua, ain't you got nobody to call your own? Dolly has an unheard secret song locked away at Dollywood's Dream More Resort that will not be released until 2045. Hmm. Hmm. Do you guys know about that? No. She said she doesn't plan to hang up her heels anytime soon. In a March 2020 interview, she said she has, quote, no plans to retire. Here are Dolly's top five streaming songs. At number five, Here You Come Again. Here you come again. Oh, so good. Jam. At number four, I Will Always Love You. At number three, Islands in the Stream. Dolly's number two most streamed song from 1974, Jolene. What do you think her number one song is? Is it nine to five? It is number one, nine to five. We've been lucky enough to have Dolly on a few times, and here is Dolly on our show talking about how she wrote Jolene and I Will Always Love You on the exact same night. In 1972, I think I wrote it. At the same time I wrote Jolene, that was a good writing day because I remember all my paperwork, and like they came out pretty close, you know, at the same time. So everybody said, boy, you, what was you taking? That was a good, <laughs> that was a good writing day, but it was. She told us a story about how they said, hey, can we use that song, I Will Always Love You, for a movie? And she said yes. 
but she had not heard Whitney Houston's version until one day she was driving home, and the first time she ever heard it was when it came on the radio. And I hadn't heard anything more about it until I heard it driving from my office to my house in Brentwood. I just heard Whitney saying, if I did the acapella part, and it was just, it wasn't ringing true. I thought, what? That's weird. And it was only when she went into the course of it that I will always love you, that I realized what I was listening to. And it was so overwhelming, I almost wrecked. I just pulled off just the greatness and the bigness and the fact that that was my song. And it was just so out of nowhere. Happy birthday, 75 years old. So until you just did this little segment, I forgot that I came across a show on Netflix called Dolly Parton's Heartstrings. And it's episode, it's not a movie, it's episodes. And each episode is her explaining the song and then a reenactment of what the story behind the song would look like with actors and stuff. And, and I only watched episode one about Jolene and Kim Paisley's in it as one of the actresses. And Julianne Huff is the redhead at the bank that was flirting with her husband that inspired Jolene. And it was interesting. So if, you're, if you want some more Dolly history, uh, now I'm remembering. I might go check out that show. Play Islands in the Stream back a bit, Ray, if you don't mind. Islands in the Stream. You know who wrote this? Uh, well, she did it with Kenny Rogers. Did he write it? Is that your guess? Yeah. Eddie, do you know who wrote it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know why you're bringing it up. Who wrote it? Barry Gibb. The Bee Gees wrote it. Oh, okay. And I watched the documentary on them last night. And I had a somewhat decent knowledge of the Bee Gees. You know the Bee Gees. Maybe I'm a love, 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 I'm a I'll talk about it a little later. The documentary was really good. They talk about this song, Islands in the Stream? Yeah. Well, they talk about, they wrote so many. Mm. They had so many ups and downs, meaning they got famous as a trio. They bombed out. They had to go play at small clubs in their hometown again, basically. They got famous again. They started to lose it again. And then they made these songs for Saturday Night Fever. They had the script sent to them. They weren't trying to be disco guys. They were just like, okay, this song matches. Oh, wow. They ma- And then it was the biggest record ever made. And they are a disco band. No, they're not. Well, I know, but that's Watch how we know Watch the documentary. I know. <laughs> that's how we know So them. then they fade out again, and they're like, well, nobody wants to hear from us after the third time. Wow. They're like, we're just going to write songs. So they were humongous songwriters. Crazy. They wrote for everybody, including Islands in the Stream, That Is What We Are. And Dolly, here we go. This is the total wraparound. I'm, I'm talking to Barry Gibb today after the show from the Bee Gees for my music podcast called The Bobbycast. But Dolly and Barry Gibb do a song together on his new record. Mm. The Bee Gees songs. Bring it all around. There it is, all the way back Woo. around. Uh, let's do biggest songs in country music this week. At number three, it's Kenny Chesney, Happy Does. But he's the poster child for happy years. As happy does. That one took a minute to grow on me, but I like it yeah. now. For a while, I was like, eh. Take it or leave it. But now when it comes on, <laughs> I feel it. It was very Forrest Gump to me when I heard it. I was like, stupid it is. That's stupid does. <laughs> That's what came to my mind. <laughs> That's a funny little parody. <laughs> See? That's how we roll. That's funny. <laughs> stupid, stupid is. is. That stupid, stupid does. does. <laughs> That's a good one. That's so dumb. That's you. That's hilarious. <laughs> Number two, Luke Combs, Better Together. Some things just go better together and probably always will like a cool And your number one country song is Dan and Shay, I Should Probably Go to Bed. I should probably go to bed. I should probably turn off my phone. Those are your big songs in country music. This guy's five foot eleven. 
He paid $75,000 for surgery to be taller. Ooh. Now, Did how it much? Work? Well, yes. Well, I'll tell you what happened. But for $75,000, how much taller do you think he should get? Oh, he's 5'11, 6'2. Still. I still feel like it's hard to do that. He should so. go NBA height. Well, yeah. I was thinking too. 5'11 guy paid $75,000 and he uh, jumped up two inches. Oh, my God. So that's God. what, 6'1? Yeah, yes. Thank right. you. Sorry. I'm just <laughs> slow on math here. But to, guys, think how hard it is to make someone taller. What do they do? Insert a vertebrae? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Alfonso Flores, 28, from Dallas, said he wanted to be taller. His family and friends said, don't do it. But he persevered under the care of an orthopedic surgeon. He, at his new height, says, I love it. But they had to break his bones oh, and where? do leg-lengthening surgeries. Whoa. Oh, For in two his inches? legs. I thought, also, too, couldn't you, like, stuff your feet? I don't know. Like cut the bottom of your he- of, of your foot and then stick <laughs> like cotton in there? Add a well, I mean I'm sure it's more Listen, for that, just put a lift in your shoes. <laughs> right. Right. Now we don't have to cut anything. Well, I know, but I guess you could be tall all the time. But it makes me think, for whatever I don't know what disease my grandma had, but she did have to have all the bones removed from her feet and they stuffed them with something. Tissue, I'm not sure. But it just seems to me you could make your feet taller. For seventy five thousand bucks, you need to be six four. I don't care what height you started at. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking at a picture of him. He does look happier. Yeah. yeah. Are short guys that like upset about but their five eleven? Isn't short. let's ask one. Hey Ray, <laughs> how yo, t- yo. Ray Mundo, our audio producer. How tall are you? Five seven. He's five. Tell six. the truth. On my ID, and I measure up against Amy, and she's five seven. No, no, I'm five. We six. measured you. You're five six, and Amy's I'm five guarantee six. I'm taller than her. Okay, all right. But uh, no, no, no. It's very easy to be short. You get used to it. It's not a big deal. But you just lied about how tall you were because you were <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. I was literally measured by a person that does IDs. But Bobby, you're tall and you kind of- They don't measure you. They don't measure you at the ID. You write down what you want. Yeah. 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 Do I have a tape measure? I'm here. Let's go. Can I clarify? It's not Ray being uncomfortable. This is a guy thing because you go up an inch as well. Who? You do. You say an inch taller. (laughs) No, I don't. I say six foot. My ID says six one. I don't. If you ask me, I tell you- Why does your ID say six one? Because I had shoes on when when I measured- Thought they didn't measure you at the. <laughs> they don't. You just write down what they you don't. want. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, she's See, my point is. Oh, my point is. <laughs> I didn't measure. Short, I didn't measure at the doctor's office. They do measure you and weigh you. Mm-hmm. Not at the d- DMV. <laughs> but I took my doctor's office notes <laughs> to the DMV, <laughs> and that's what Ray probably did. Okay. We measured me here, and I was six foot. We measured me at the table. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but I, my ID does say six one. And I, and I am six long years. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Elizabeth in Minnesota, welcome to the uh, Bobby Bone Show. Go ahead. Hi. Uh, hi, Elizabeth. Bobby, I had a question for you. Sure. Um, I, I see that you post about the Hughes and Cues game a lot, and um, I want to get it for my son, but he is colorblind as well. So I wanted to see, does it make a difference if you're colorblind? Well, I love Hughes and Cues, which is a game that we would play, especially during Christmas break. We haven't played it since then. But for, I don't see greens. There's any dark colors, incredibly hard for me to tell the difference. Now, there's a reason I almost never won this game, <laughs> because anytime some green would come up, I would go, grass. I didn't know the difference. So I struggle with a couple of the colors, but it was still a lot of fun for me, even though I'm really colorblind. Okay. That's good to know. Thank you. I mean, unless you, I'm, color deficiency is kind of what we all are. Almost no one just sees black and white. 
I mean, that would be the true colorblind. I just struggle with differentiating dark colors. Black, blue, dark red, dark green, any of that. So purples were always grape because you get a color and it, you have to describe a word that mostly... But grape people. is a hard one because grapes can be green or purple. But I just go, grape! <laughs> Barney! <laughs> is Ray's shoes, are Ray's shoes off, Scuba? Take, off. Taking them off and my pants. No. <laughs> they <laughs> have a, he has a tape measure in the, uh, uh, in the studio. Watch out for that. He's got, I his got three inches hair up he's there. He's got his too. hair up high. He's measuring. I would say he's he's about five five and a half. No. <gasps> You're five five. He's five six. Wow. Oh, five man, five. Just took a, just took a turn. That's little. As you get older, do you, Ray, do you think you're shrinking? Oh, Maybe no. so. He could be. Sometimes your spine, if it's out of alignment, you just go down a little bit. I know an orthopedic surgeon, Ray, that can help you grow two <laughs> inches. I'm really not worried. Bieber's short as well. There's a lot of great short dudes. Wait, How tall is Justin Bieber? Bieber? I'm already Googling. Yeah, yeah please see. look it up. 5'9", 5'10", huh? 5'9"? Yeah. He's got, he's got four inches on you, Ray. Dang, Ray's 5'5". Five, five. Uh, <laughs> oh boy! That's okay. There, that's okay. There's guys listening right now that are mm-hmm. five four. Five, I don't. That's three. not the point. The point is he was screaming he was five seven. <laughs> then we measure him. He's five five. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't, don't don't take away his half. Five five and a half. Okay. Thursday night. It's the biggest night of the year for podcast fans. It is the 2021 iHeartRadio Podcast Awards. Almost 100 million people listen to podcasts every month. Don't miss 2021 iHeartRadio Podcast Awards. Watch it on iHeartRadio's YouTube and Facebook, Thursday at 9 p.m. I'm going to come back in a minute and ask you about podcasts, what you're listening to. Okay, yeah. I may ask you to, def- well, let's just do it here. Define podcast. Uh, how, how anything, would you de- anything on demand that you can listen to. Okay. Podcast isn't live. Yeah, my dad asked me about my podcast, and then he's like, Amy, can you tell me something? I was like, yeah. He's like, well, what is a podcast? It's a, it's content <laughs> that's posted that you can stream on demand. Yeah. The way I explained it to you is it's like a radio show, but with no music, and you can get it anytime on your phone. Yeah. Right. And iHeartRadio, it's free. Yeah. You can listen to this show when it's over from beginning to end. But I, I listened to a couple of really good ones over Christmas break, and I forgot to tell you guys about it. Mm-hmm. You'll roll your eyes at probably most of them. Mm-hmm. I may do it in the post-show, pre-show today. Okay. I do want to mention this, though. Lunchbox has changed his mind on what's on his list. Now, there's a four-year-old's letter to Santa. It was sent off in a balloon. She wanted it to get to the North Pole. It did not get all the way there. It fell. Someone in another state found it. But that person who found it reached out to this girl on Facebook, her mom, and said, hey, I saw your four-year-old daughter put this list in a balloon. I'm going to buy all the gifts. So she bought all the gifts. So Lunchbox has quickly redone his list, and he's going to send up his balloon. How many things on the list? Five. Okay, number five. Lambo. We're starting at five oh, with the Lamborghini. Oh, five, five, five. Well, now you've already said Lambo. Oh, dang it. <laughs> I didn't know we were going reverse. Lamborghini. Or... Number four. Uh, scratch-off lottery tickets. They seem small, but they can make me a millionaire. Number three. A housekeeper. Listen, my house is a disaster. My wife could clean more. She doesn't. So this would be a great gift for me and her. Number two. A personal chef. I need someone to cook me home-cooked meals. My wife does a fine job, but she gets tired of it, and sometimes she complains. So a personal chef, breakfast, lunch, and dinner all cook for me. Amazing. It sounds like you're just complaining about your wife the whole time (laughs) on this list. And number one. A boat. Preferably a hot tub boat, but I will take any boat there is. Any boat that I can get on the water and get out there and hit some waves, boom, boom, flying across the water, mmm, give me a boat. Okay, he's walking the balloon outside now. Woo! 
Come on, people! And he's gonna let the balloon go. He's written these five things on a note inside the balloon. He'll take one or he'll take all five. They have written open me on the outside of the balloon with a smiley face on it. How do you open a balloon? <laughs> Pop me, maybe. As they're going outside, you know what? I started watching. And the first episode I watched, and I was like, I don't think this is for me. And I had a bunch of friends that said it was really good. But now I think I'm seven or eight episodes in, and I can't wait to get back to it, is Cobra Kai on Netflix. Oh, yeah. The first episode was super cheesy. And I watched Karate Kid when I was a kid, but I haven't seen it in probably 20 years. But now I'm sitting here going, I can't wait to watch another episode. Has anyone else watched Cobra Kai? Oh, yeah, Hi. dude. Cobra Kai's great. What? Where are you? Uh, well, I mean, I probably watched about four episodes, then I quit because I'm the opposite of you. I loved it at the beginning, and then I was just like, okay, I kind of like, I got my, what's it called, nostalgic whatever rush, and I was like, great. After a while, I'm like, all right, I'm good with uh, Daniel LaRusso and this dude, It Johnny. doesn't even turn into a good show until like four or five. <laughs> I know, but that's where I stopped. But it was great, though. Like, if you miss Karate Kid, that's a great show. I don't even think you have to no, know Karate Kid. I, I know Karate Kid, but I didn't miss Karate Kid, and my husband wanted to start watching it, so we did, and then one of my best friends was watching it, and she kept talking about it, and I thought, okay, fine, I'll give it a try. And I, I, can, I can enjoy it. I'm not watching it on my own. How far did you get? We're, I don't know, we made it probably six, seven episodes. Okay, there's three seasons. Yeah, <laughs> we're still in season one. We may be further along than that. I don't keep track. All right, here's Lunchbox on the phone right now. He's outside. Lunchbox, you there? I'm here. Where are you now? I'm out front, and I got my yellow balloon. It says, open me, note inside, and it has a smiley face. Okay, and he's going to let it go. Are you ready to let it go up into the air? Well, well hold on. I read online that it's illegal to purposely let go of a balloon so i'm just walking walking whoa okay. there's a big gust of wind there's a big gust of wind i'm trying to hold on to it are you oh i don't know if i can hold on much longer bobby okay. oh oh it got out of my hand and there it goes oh right into a tree no 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 is it really is it stuck yeah yeah the wind took it right into a tree seriously <laughs> why'd you not do it in the wide open I didn't think I, I didn't see the trees. I thought it had no leaves. It wouldn't get stuck. Oh my god! So what, what do we do now? What? What? I'm gonna throw a rock at it to knock the string out of the tree. Okay. You're gonna throw a rock at it to pop it? Don't shake no, it. No, no, it's moving. It moved. It moved. It moved. It moved. Oh, now it's really stuck. Oh no. Okay. Oh, this is this depressing. Is this is the worst so bit ever. <laughs> How did I do this? Okay. Oh. Can we get a ladder? I, I think it's outside. Tree, it's Amy. really high up yeah, there. It's, I mean, it's up there. <laughs> well, I don't know. Okay. The, call, the fire so, department. So dumb. Can you set right, my put him back on hold. <laughs> what just happened? Oh Do we have video? I just saw uh, video and it's it. stuck in the tree at the very top. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't even know. How does that happen? Oh, well, it's moving. Oh wait. Oh yeah, it is. No. How are you guys well, seeing this? Because I'm. It's on We're video. Okay, it's it's going. It's going. Oh, it's going. It's okay, going. put it back oh, on. Okay. Right. Put it on. Oh, wait. No. Wait. Oh no. It got stuck again. Go! Go, balloon, go. You can do I it. Hit, I hit it. Oh, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, it's going. It's going up there. Yes, it's gone. Yes, I threw a rock and I hit it. And it's gone. It went around the other building across the street. So we're good. His rock gone. plan worked. Okay, so we will check. <laughs> we put a phone number on there for them to call, right? Yeah, we put a phone number, email, everything. Okay, now I see it. Well, headed towards downtown. It's going. He literally let it up underneath a tree. And now it may go into a condo. <laughs> no, it's past the condo. It's Is gone it? now. Okay, we're live streaming that on our Facebook page. Uh, okay, Lunchbox, come on back inside unless you want to watch it go all <laughs> the way up. All right, bye. Bye.
All right, let's go over to Crystal, who is listening in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Hi, Crystal. How are you? Hi, Hello. Crystal. Hi, Crystal. You're on the air. Hey, good morning, studio. Good morning. morning. Um, I just I work for a DMV, and people lie about. I'm calling about the um, the gentleman that wanted to get height added to him. Oh, he paid seventy five thousand dollars to add two inches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people. A gentleman came in yesterday. We were the only DMV open yesterday for the state of Oklahoma. And he came in, he it said 5'10 on his license, and he wanted to change it. And he was already lying about the 5'10, because I'm 5'8, five five he was my height. And I was like, okay, what is it? And he's like, 6'1". <laughs> <laughs> Dang, he wanted to go a full five inches taller? Yeah. And did you like, did you oh, allow that? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. We do what they say. Wow. But if a but cop pulls you the- over, though... And he's like, sir, how tall They're are you? They're not getting out of the car. Yeah, it's, it's going to be like, this is not you, sir. Mm-hmm. All right. Crystal, thank you. But I do want to say women lie about their weight all the time. Do you write your weight is on your the weight ID? on there? Yeah. Yeah, weight's on your license. It, for every state? Every state. Let me see. Mm-hmm. Let me see mine. What? Everybody's pulling out their license. Yeah, pull it out, right bro. Here. All right, let's see. Bobby. But how do you know? I, I mean, am, height is easy to I'm tell. I'm 6'1". Well, wait. Sex is me, me, lying like male. <laughs> eyes hazel. Yeah, mine has no weight on here. No weight on mine either. Me neither. Okay. Man, Oklahoma's oh, asking for all the goods. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Crystal. <laughs> okay. Bye, guys. All right. Bye, bye. Tomorrow, a couple cool things. I will announce who the best man is in my wedding, and then also Ronnie Dunn from Brooks and Dunn will be on. So good show tomorrow. What's up today? I have therapy today, and then. School pickup. Oh, I have a nighttime hair appointment. What's that about? Well, she squeezed me in. So I never normally go late, but I was like, yes, I will be there. Thank you very much. What about you? I'm talking to Barry Gibb from the Bee Gees today. Oh, that's cool. Which I watched the documentary. Have you seen the Bee Gees documentary? No, but I saw you tweet about it. A (laughs) plus. That's good, huh? Yeah. One of the better musical documentaries I've ever seen. It sounded like it was an emotional roller coaster for you. I just didn't know how influential they were in all the world of music. Really? I just, still don't know that's so okay. Just great. And how many ups and downs and crazy. Just, you'll like it. Okay. If you're a music nerd, you'll like it. But I'm going to talk to him. He's got that new record out too with a lot of really cool country artists. Uh, then just meetings. I just have two Zooms this afternoon. Same same kind of stuff. Fun. Nah. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. You get dressed for those? No. Or just top, top up? half. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but again, I can just wear a t-shirt. That is being dressed for you. Yeah, yeah. I can just wear a t-shirt. I found my Garth Brooks Rope in the Wind t-shirt yeah. today. Oh, and it's it's Tuesday, by the way. You said Monday. Oh, just in case. You know, it feels like Monday. I know it does. I'm going to have I'm gonna have trouble with that all week. Yeah. Yeah, because huh. it's a holiday. What am I going to do? All right. Have a good Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow, which is... Wednesday. Wednesday. There we go. Now we're on track. All right. Bye, guys. Uh, The Bobby Bones Show.